Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Up All Night, an Are You Afraid of the Dark podcast. My name is Cortland, and today we're going to continue on with the reading of The Nightly Neighbors. We're going to be doing chapters 14 and 15 today, and I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. Emma's all alone. She's on her way back to the library to get that vampire book to see how to deal with this situation. Let's get going, guys. Emma approached the library cautiously. She glanced at her watch and saw that it was now past noon. She worried that the day was slipping by too quickly. Damn. Okay, so last episode she woke up at 7.30 and got to her school. She went to the police station and then to the grocery store and now she's back to the library. And it's already noon. <sighs> she hoped Mr. Braun was still at the police station, but knew that probably wasn't the case. After all this time, he had probably gone inside to look for her. When he found the place empty, he would have certainly left. Also, she hadn't seen Mrs. Braun yet. The evil woman could be anywhere. Emma hid behind a large tree at the side of the library building and watched the street. It was empty and silent. Emma realized she didn't hear any birds chirping. She quickly ran up to the library steps and opened the large double doors. Absolute silence greeted her. Libraries have a hushed feel about them anyway, but she sensed this building was even quieter than usual. Emma felt she could almost hear the dust motes drift drifting in the sun that shone in through the high windows. Hmm. Okay, that's cool. She glanced around, saw that nobody was inside the building, and headed for the basement stairs. She came to a sudden stop at the ba bottom of the staircase as she remembered her experience with Miss Armbruster on her last visit. Chill out, Emma, she told herself. Miss Armbruster is a vampire now. She can't come out during the daylight, even if she is hiding someplace close. It's early afternoon, and a sunny day, too. Her words bolstered her courage, and she quickly headed down the aisle in search of the book on vampires she had dropped. In the third aisle, she saw it lying on the floor, shoved up against the bookshelf. As she bent over to pick it up, Emma heard voices. The sounds were coming from the far rear of the basement. Summoning all her courage, Emma stood and crept on tiptoes at, to the end of the aisle. She squatted down low to the floor and peeped around the corner. What she saw nearly knocked her over in surprise. Mr. and Mrs. Braun were coming out of a storage room at the back of the basement. They closed the door and began walking towards the stairway. Emma was glad they both had their backs to her. From their conversation, it was obvious they didn't know she was there, but she could clearly hear everything they said. It is too bad you were not able to capture her at the police station, Miss Braun said to her husband. She will be a nuisance until she is found. Mr. Braun nodded his head solemnly and replied, Yes, but she is just a young girl. What harm can she do? She will not escape us for long. Tonight, after the sun goes down, there will be many to help us find her. True, Miss Braun told him. Meanwhile, I must return to our house and look in on our master. I wish it were possible to bring him here to rest with the others. Oh, <laughs> I am uncomfortable leaving him alone for such long periods. There is nothing to worry about, said Mr. Braun. The girl would never return there. She has been frightened badly. Besides, I have since put a stronger lock on the master's vault. He has protected. Mr. Braun, Mrs. Braun looked at her husband doubtfully, but she replied, I suppose you are correct. Come, walk with me to the library entrance. The two Brons continued talking, but as they climbed the stairs, their voices became muffled, and Emma could no longer hear what they were saying, but she had heard enough already. They're going to let, uh, let, 
They're going to get me after sunset, when all the vampires wake up. Emma knew she couldn't spend another night as a fugitive. She'd be a goner. As she mulled over the situation, she began to wonder what was behind the door that she had seen the bronze coming out of. Well, obviously it's all the fucking vampires. She wanted to investigate, but knew she would have to be quick. The bronze might return any minute. Emma took a second to glance in the direction of the stairs, then hurried down the aisle and stopped in front of the solid door. It was a deadbolt lock, the kind that could be fastened with a twist of a knob. Emma turned the lock, pulled the door toward her, and entered. What Emma saw made her gasp and shake with fear. Before her, lying neatly in rows along the walls and covering every inch of the floor, were the people of her town. She had stumbled on the hiding place of the new vampires. They had all come to the storage room to hide from the light of day. Luckily, they were all sleeping and didn't see her. Emma's first reaction was to run and not look back, but her feet felt rooted in place. Her eyes swept over the room in horror. Gradually, she realized that her family might be among these people. The room was dimly lit, so it was difficult to recognize the faces at the back half of the enclosure. With growing horror, Emma moved forward into the room, closing the, closing the door behind her being careful not to disturb the sleeping figures. She worked her way from one side to the other, being overly cautious about stepping on one of the sleeping monsters. Emma's heart was in her throat. This is like walking through a nest of sleeping snakes. What if they wake up? It's dark in here. Would they think it was night and come after me? She pushed the thought out of her mind and continued on. Finally, just when she thought she couldn't stand it anymore, she looked down and saw something that made her want to cry. There on the floor, resting peacefully, was Day-Day. Next to him was her mom, and next to her was her dad. What she had feared most was, was now true. Her family had become vampires. Rip, Day-Day! Emma stuffed the urge to cry out, terrified that she would wake the slumbering demons. She wondered what would happen if her family woke up. Would they recognize her? Or would they look at her as another victim? She remembered how Turbo had growled at his master, Mr. Pariso. I guess when you turn into a vampire, you lose all feelings for your loved ones, she decided. This made Emma feel worse than ever. She knelt beside her family and with a trembling hand touched her mother's face lightly. Her skin felt cold and lifeless. There was no response. All three appeared to be in a deep, restful slumber. It was hard to believe that they would become evil vampires at the setting of the sun. As she sadly gazed on her family, she made a promise to them that she would do everything she could to save them from this horrible fate. Creak! It was the storage room door. Emma turned around and saw Mr. Braun step aside. Step inside. Luckily for her, he hadn't seen her in the back of the room. Emma started to freak. If she got caught now, it would be all over. Thinking fast, she quickly lay down next to her brother and closed her eyes. She hoped Mr. Braun would not decide to walk around walk among the rest of the resting vampires, because he would recognize her immediately. She held her breath for what seemed like an eternity. She could almost feel his eyes as they glazed over the mass of bodies. Emma was afraid of Mr. Braun, but being trapped in a room full of vampires was way more than she could handle. The fact that Dede was lying alongside of her didn't help. In her wildest dreams, Emma had never imagined a situation as bad as this one. As she lay on the floor next to her brother, she could feel the, the pressure of his reclining figure against her side. Suddenly, Emma felt sick to her stomach. This wasn't her brother. This was, she was wedged against a vampire, a horrible, gruesome, blood-drinking monster. 
Emma's skin began to crawl at the thought of contact with this demon. She broke out in a cold, nervous sweat, and her body shook uncom uncomfortably. And her body shook uncontrollably. Her breathing quickened, her heart pounded, a fearful beat in her chest. She had never felt terror like this in her entire life. With difficulty, Emma forced herself to remain calm. She attempted to control her breathing and stopped thinking about what was next to her. Get a grip, Emma. Get a grip, Emma! She told herself as tears rolled down her cheeks. Don't panic now. Don't move or Mr. Braun will see you. Keep calm. Then after a few more horrifying moments, Mr. Braun backed out of the room and closed the door. Emma listened for the deadbolt to click, but apparently Mr. Braun now felt there was no need to lock the room. He could be standing guard right outside the door. I'll never get out of here. Gradually, her breathing calmed, but she was reluctant to move for fear of waking her brother. Eventually, she gained enough control to raise up slightly on her elbows. She peered at Day-Day, hoping to see the brother she had known all her life. She shuddered. The goose flesh broke out on her arms. It looks like Day-Day, sort of, but kind of sick or something. She noticed dark circles around his eyes, and his skin was very, very pale, like chiseled stone. She was glad his eyes were closed, because she was certain they would be bloodshot and evil-looking, just like Mr. Pariso's. Emma tried to put that thought out of her mind. Then she saw his mouth. His lips were slightly open, and to Emma's horror, the tip of a white fang just barely showed beneath his upper lip. So he's got like a snaggle tooth going on. Emma gasped and quickly turned away, squeezing her eyes shut. She started to tremble again and fell back to the floor, unable to hold herself up. After several minutes passed, she managed to calm herself once more. She had to get control of herself. If I don't do something soon, I'll still be stuck in here when they wake up and I'll be finished. She sat up cautiously and looked around, refusing to glance in the direction of her family. Although the room was dim, her eyes had adjusted and she didn't see any way out except the door she'd come in through. She was certain that door was the only escape. Emma stood slowly and carefully moved towards it. When she reached the door, she stopped. What if Mr. Braun is right outside? She put her ear to the door but heard nothing. She leaned against it, wondering what to do next, when she heard the knob turning. Mr. Braun was coming back. Chapter 15 Emma quickly flattened herself against the wall next to the door and stayed low. Mr. Braun entered the room and once again looked out over the resting vampires. All he had to do was look down and he would see Emma crouching below him. Still, this was her chance. Emma knew she had to take action. Before she could chicken out, she scurried out on all fours and darted between Mr. Braun's legs. The movement took Mr. Braun completely by surprise. He lost his balance and stumbled forward. Emma was quick. She shot out of the room and kicked the door closed, shutting Mr. Braun inside. Then she spotted the knob and the deadbolt lock. Could she get it in time? Emma sprang to her feet, grabbed the knob, and slammed the lock home. Mr. Braun was locked inside. Open this door, bellowed an enraged Mr. Braun from inside. He pounded on the door angrily, shaking its hinges. Emma didn't know how long the door would hold, so she quickly backed off and ran for the stairs. She was just about to dash upstairs when she stopped, remembering the book she had come to get. She quickly turned and ran down the stairs where the book was still lying on the floor. She swept it up and headed back to th for the stairway. Once upstairs, she made a beeline for the front door. She stopped for a second to make sure Mrs. Braun wasn't outside, then bust out of the building. Emma knew she had to keep out of sight, but where? Mrs. Braun was still on the loose, and Mr. Braun might escape from the library at, at any moment. She decided on the same grocery store she had stopped in earlier. At least there, she could get some more food for strength. Before long, Emma was sitting once again in the aisle of the grocery store. 
This time, she was eating a box of her favorite breakfast cereal. This was something Mom never let her do at home, but, well, Emma tried to put thoughts of her family out of her head. Emma was feeling pretty good about herself. She had been in a dangerous and gruesome situation and hadn't panicked, at least not totally. She'd acted fast and did the right thing. As she feasted on crunchy wheat and nuts, <laughs> Emma scanned the book on vampires. She looked for anything that might help her save her family and the town. She flipped through the pages and found the section on child vampires, picking up where she had left off the night before. The book explained that a child vampire's powers were not as strong as those of an adult vampire. Their victims become weary and ill for a short time before turning into vampires themselves. That made sense, Emma remembered, the strange brawn disease that everyone was coming down with. It seemed like a century ago. She continued to read, The master vampire, in this case Lex, would have to drain his victim's blood regularly, getting stronger all the while until they became full-fledged vampires. The adult human slaves were responsible for guarding and protecting the victims as well as the child vampire. Emma's mouth was dry from the cereal, so she got up and found a soda in the cooler. Popping it open, she realized it was past lunchtime and she was still hungry, despite the cereal. She hastily went up one aisle and down another, looking for something that appealed to her. Corn chips? Oh, corn chips? Nah. Cheese twists? Nope. Peanut butter filled pretzels? Yes. At least they'd supply some protein, and Mom wouldn't be too disgusted if she saw her scarfing them down. Thinking about her mother again brought a pang of anxiety on, and Emma heated back to the spot by the book. Opening the bag of pretzels, Emma came across a fact that made her sit bolt upright. The book explained that if the master vampire was destroyed, it would break the bloodline it created with its victims, and the victims would return to being normal human beings. Emma couldn't believe her eyes. She read the passage over again to make sure she understood it correctly. If the master vampire is destroyed, its victims will return to normal. That's it, she shouted. If I destroy Lex, everyone will be normal again. Emma was overjoyed with the discovery, but was soon hit with another thought. How am I supposed to destroy Lex? She was right back to where she started. She and Day-Day had set out the day before to destroy the bronze. Now she was going to have to do the same to Lex, except that now the bronze were ready for her, and she didn't have Day-Day to help. Emma wanted to cry. She knew what she had to do, but she didn't think it was possible. She had to come up with a plan, something that would give her the advantage. And she'd have to think fast, she thought, because it was nearly 2 o'clock. There were only a few hours of daylight left, if she didn't come up with a plan and make it work by nightfall, she was doomed. Emma wandered the aisles looking for dessert while she tried to hatch an idea. Ice cream looked good, but she'd need a spoon. Apples, I mean, you don't need a spoon. Apples and grapes just didn't excite her. Stopping in a glass-doored refrigerator, Emma saw the perfect dessert. Her mother would kill her, but she definitely needed something to fortify herself before she put her plan, whatever it might be, into action. Reaching into the refrigerator, she grabbed a roll of cookie dough, <laughs> chocolate chip, her favorite. She smacked the roll on the corner of a counter, and it popped open. <laughs> Licking a fingerful of the delicious dough must have been just the inspiration she needed, because Emma was instantly hit with an idea, one that just might save the day. And that's the end of chapter 15 and the end of this episode. It's a little bit of a short one, two two shorter chapters this time, but there's only like three chapters left, you guys, so, oh man, like 30 pages, oh my gosh, 
What the fuck is Emma going to do, though, you guys? She is all alone. She's got to fucking kill these people without even Day Day. <sighs> Let's see what happens. But for now, I'm getting tired, you guys. I'm going to go to bed. I will talk to you next time. Bye, you guys.